0: Hey there, this is Fran from Later This Week with Coco and Fran. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. You know what I would enjoy? Financial support from listeners like you. Do you know you can support this podcast and the content we bring to you for as little as 99 cents a month? That's not too much. And let's be honest, you have nothing better to spend money on. Just follow the link in any episode description or go to our Instagram at laterthisweek.com and find the link in our bio. We would really appreciate you for doing that for us because we love you so much. She's Coco and he's Fran and they want to know how you feeling.
1: recording in progress that's just to warn all participants that they're being recorded
0: does that mean participants like you and I
1: yes in case you're not aware that I'm recording you you know so that you yeah. can, so that you can be appropriate
0: how does this show get on the air if we don't record it
1: well magic
0: does happen let me get some lotion hold on. <laughs> Ooh, let me tell you Ooh. it's been a minute since we talked seriously I mean we haven't talked for at least 27 minutes <laughs> at least that but we did have a
1: a little bit of a gap recently I was when, away when you say
0: gap you know what I think about
1: gash <laughs> sending me
0: inappropriate pictures listen you're you're lucky that it was a scientific drawing versus the real photo i found
1: this is true i i saw it and i was just like there was a split second moment of shock i'm like is he calling me a vagina (laughs) like well what is all of this what's happening
0: kind of by the way i have this you know everyone knows that we go into change of topic it's either food or a scented candle Ooh, so I'm guessing you're going to talk
1: about a scented candle?
0: So wait, I got this candle and I have to show it to you because I am going to buy you one and send it to you because it is fucking amazing. CBD? Mm Mm-hmm. And look at the scent. Pumpkin spice. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, it is amazing. And I'm telling you, I'm gonna go buy myself another one because as you can tell, it's gone really low. Mm. But it's got cannabis in it. Does that do something
1: for your, yeah, your olfactory senses? It's supposed to help you do something. Mm. Has maybe it should, help? Does it help you? You should
0: dick work better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Maybe I should get a whole bunch of them. For you, for you know, for all the men's that I hang out with. <laughs> you
0: said it. so I really want to talk about today first of all how are you feeling
1: I am good this is we're slowly approaching Coco's witching hour
0: which is October (laughs) (laughs) the month of October is on its way I can't wait. yes I can't Can't wait. wait no um
1: is this no this isn't the latest we've ever recorded is it
0: uh no we recorded at like 10 o'clock at night have we yes you were asleep but we recorded Mm. must
1: have been a really good show then
0: it was was one of the best (laughs) top five (laughs) all right so before we lose you completely yes please the how you feeling that i wanted to know was i know you had a story to tell me about some madness that happened to you this weekend
1: madness absolutely so so give us give us the background the front round the butt round i will give it to you all as you know i am a very thorough giver (laughs) okay so a few months ago i had and i'm pretty sure i talked about this on the on an episode i received an email which started off as an early morning text on a sunday Someone inquiring about hiring me as a photographer. And I like to move all conversations to email so that I have, you know, it's easier to, to, to find things and I could send
0: documents, so
1: on and so forth.
0: If you allow me to interject as you're telling the story. Yes. That's not only easier, but that's the professional way of doing it
1: thank you because i feel
0: like when you don't really have a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. you should text message to me is a little informal i know it's easier for some people because they check text message more than they check email yeah just the rule of thumb here people if we're going to organize our lives let's be professional exactly
1: okay go exactly so from the way that this person was communicating just something was off and after i quoted quoted them my price and explained you know that i would only re, uh, i would only require 25% retainer to reserve the date and book me essentially as as the photographer and and after that the the balance would be due by the day of the shoot well, this person um basically said, you know, the price is right. We'd like to uh, go ahead and do this. We would like to cut you a check. And, and that original email, the person's like, I'm going to instruct my payroll to send you a, a certified check. That way we can avoid any disappointments and yada, yada, yada. Now, and then they were asking for some personal information, such as my address and, and, and so on and so forth. So, I I don't know. Uh, We talked a little bit about this where it's like, I have this inherent, not inherent, I have this distrust of people because Mm -hmm. I've been victimized in the past from other things. So, I just, in general, do not trust
0: people. Can I also interject? Yes. Another reason why you feel this way, because tonight I'm being your agent. Another reason why I feel this way is because you run a professional business and you're trying to not just protect yourself, but also protect the clientele that hires you. Mm-hmm. If you're spending your time, think about this logically. If you're spending your time with these bamboozlers, yeah. okay, you're not really taking the time to pay attention to the people who are truly paying you or are... And are genuine yeah. in in using your time yeah because the time that you spend with customer service should be spent with the clientele that truly is wanting to use your service not the people that are trying to put their finger in your butt
1: exactly exactly i i don't care for bamboozlers so i i basically told this person that i do not accept certified checks or checks in any any way and that I only do e-transfers. And uh, because of all of this COVID, not that that's a reason, but it was a good kind of like added excuse to give to this person. I told them that e-transfers are contactless, plain and simple. So obviously they did not like my response so I never heard back from them. And like, not that I was expecting anything. I knew that this person was trying to scam me by sending me a check and there's this whole like check depositing scam look into it online folks if someone wants to pay you or send you a check say no basically anyway so this weekend i got an email from someone at six o'clock in the morning saying that they are organizing an 80th birthday for themselves so this is an 80 year old person Emailing me, (laughs) not possible. Not
0: possible. (laughs) I mean, when you talk about all the technology that's surrounding this, an eighty-year-old person, text message, wrong. Email, wrong. Exactly.
1: And I'm not saying that there are there are no capable eighty-year-olds
0: out there who. That's what you're saying, but what I'm saying is the opposite. Exactly. It just
1: the way this person was communicating just did not make sense. So they were throwing themselves an 80th birthday party, which again. Why are they doing this? Why isn't someone back. from their family doing this? Is right? everyone dead? Can't be. I guess so. And they were hired. They were looking for a photographer. Great.
0: Quoted them a price. Well, I asked them what's what's <laughs> to take that? Photos to take photos of her old ass. She's oh like God. <laughs> she's like. So, I got myself a new dress
1: from Zellers. Yes. <laughs> if zellers existed yeah she got it back like 20
0: years ago yeah she knew when zellers was hot right she saved that uh, that outfit grandma grandma was at privy and then she Prefigo. went home- <laughs> she went to zellers Prefigo with the big owl on the sign yes
1: yes so they i asked for some additional information such as um <laughs> the location and the fran is currently dying of laughter right
0: <laughs> does anyone even out there knew how funny those canadian stores were back in the day <laughs> they were like a bradley's in america <laughs> bonnie soir or whatever <laughs> yeah, push hard. winners <laughs> is still there right winners yeah we have winners, okay.
1: which is like a marshall's
0: yeah but it's still winners it's great
1: sense type thing yeah anyway um so i I asked for more specific information such as location time and duration of of the event just so that i can get an idea that way i can quote her properly right and when she came back with her her reply the next day this time it was at 4
0: a.m there's no way. Exactly. like, and, and that was like East Coast Canadian time.
1: I would assume so. I mean, I'm in the East Coast. And Hello, said, there's you know, no
0: way. Why would she be hiring you if she was in Vancouver?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Like, it makes no sense. And I was telling this to Chris and he's like, mm, there can be, he, no. he always tries to play the devil's advocate up. and it just Nobody doesn't make him. any sense. Nobody
0: <laughs> asked him. Tell him to shut
1: up. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I... I sent, I, I sent them a quote and they came back and no word of a lie, word for word, their response was identical to that yeah. person that originally oh, sent, see. sent me back in like, I don't know, March, April, whatever that was. And they wanted to send a check again and they wanted specific information. And of course I haven't heard back from them and I feel like replying and saying, by the way, I've reported your email address.
0: I almost think like, it'd be interesting if you played this out, like not like give them your information and try to hit, but I'm just saying like, continue to make it sound like you're still, just to see how far this person's going to go, like how serious, because I'm just interested in knowing, like, if you were like, yeah, sure. I'm moving around now. Um I'm going to give you my address when I end up getting to the place I'm moving to and just seeing if they respond again like, "Oh, great." Cuz I'm this sounds like a bot. It doesn't even sound like a real person.
1: You know what I thought about doing? Giving them the address to like the police department here. Why not? Yeah. Well, it's kind of too what, late now. What about
0: to a sex a sex shop? Something. But you know Some
1: person, well, it depends on what name I provide them. I mean, they have my name, you know, but they want, they want additional information. Give them your
0: birth name. My birth name? Yeah. Wow. They're like, how do you spell that? It's got four Zs and an exclamation mark.
1: Just sound it it out. It's It's like a Google
0: password. It's like (laughs) a Google password. There's capital SX1 four underscore exclamation point it's exactly the way it sounds <laughs> that's how
1: arabic is Yep. you say yep. it how it's spelled yep exactly so it just it, it kind of like bothers me that i've been targeted
0: twice because i don't i just think there's some kind of like i don't think the pool of people that you're friends with are being targeted like you are but i feel like there are other people you don't know. Oh, for sure. This is happening because there's no way this person's just coming for you.
1: I I don't know. I don't know. Like I get junk email that filters out all of that shit. All of those scams, they get filtered into my junk email and then I get, I delete them. So the way
0: you're telling it to me, it almost sounds like, you know, on Instagram, when you get those comments that are like, be an ambassador for our brand. Yeah. I see that what you're doing and they pull keywords from what you're doing on your page. Like anything I post about a beard, someone mm-hmm. will send me a message in my DMs. that will be like, we see that you have a beard, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how is it that a bot is so, but they're following my hashtags. They're yeah. following my... Oh, I get those messages too on
1: Instagram, but I haven't been, I'm not posting often you know i i post more stories than i do on my actual um profile so i i don't understand and they're targeting me these emails because they know that i'm a photographer so they must be doing they must be doing some kind of a search online and they're they're you know how when guys send out messages and it's like this blanket message that they send out to all sorts of women, hoping someone is going to bite. That's basically what it is. They probably have sent out messages to other photographers, um, and they're yeah,
0: trying maybe. to see. They're Sorry, my, my maid is here. You can leave it open. Yeah, you can leave it open. Yeah, I'm recording. But leave it open. This is. We're very open about the we recording. But no, I'm, I know what you're saying. Those, those, when they send those blanket emails out and I just think like the email they sent to you, I can't help but think they're targeting specifically photographers. Oh, for sure. And I'd love to know who else
1: in, in Ottawa has been targeted. I'm 80
0: years old and I'm writing you at 4am.
1: Yeah. 80 year old woman organizing her own. I can't sleep. I'm watching Hallmark channel all night. No, no. And the funny thing is, is they sent the the address to where the location is. And I Google mapped it and it's a home. It looks like a nice home. And it's like, there's a part of me that wants to drive out there and say, by the way, someone is using your address as a, you know, fake photo
0: shoot. Did you try, but did you try to like even find that person's information online? Because I, I tried and there's probably... No, no, no. I mean the person, the the whole the oh, the name, the service, name that they provided the home that they're using as like their place to shoot. Like maybe there's a way of contacting that person and be like, Hey, this is really messed up. But people are saying that you're the one, this is the location that we need to be shooting at. I wouldn't want someone using my address for something.
1: Yeah. I don't know how I'd be able to, I mean, I'm sure there are ways to contact or or find out who lives there, but.
0: Now there's all kinds of services too. Like they're saying online, there's like fake Instagrams for, for, for beauty Mm -hmm. and spa. And people are using like massage, facial spa places. And they're like, there's this, um, service online. You have to pay through this service And in the process, you ask them for an address and they give you some random address. And I keep reading online that it's always a local apartment complex. People are like, oh, well, where are you located? And they give you this address and you go to look it up and it's an apartment complex with no like specific apartment number. But in order to get the actual address, the apartment number to the suite, which is Mm -hmm. not a suite, they're apartments that's weird you would think that if they're going to do something
1: like that they would at least try to like give an address that looks like it would be a legit business they're boosty
0: they're very boosty i don't understand that so do you know where boosty came from i'm going to give a little history give us teach us okay so in retail the actual term booster bag Okay, Mm. is a bag that's created by people who are going to shoplift. And what they typically do is they take a shopping bag, an actual shopping bag. Yeah. From a store that is in the mall or in the vicinity. Mm. Typically, if they're smart, they use a crisp and clean one, not one that's like, you know, the Gap logo from the 60s, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And what they do is they line the inside of the bag with aluminum foil. Because when you put clothes in the bag that have sensor tags on them, yeah, they will not set the sensors off because of the aluminum foil. Stop it. Yep, I that was something I learned in retail, and they used to call them booster bags. Wow, that and that's where boosty crazy. came from. That's so sketchy. Yeah, but who came? Like, who
1: thought that this is what you should be doing? Well, lining lining bags with aluminum foil listen those
0: are those people right no
1: do they have something wrong with them probably it just and we talked about this it just makes you wonder how how these people come up with these scams Mm -hmm. these these the ways in which they try to rip people off and you know, since COVID has happened, there's been uh, an increase in that type of activity mm-hmm. because, you know, there's fear mongering, there's all sorts of stuff. And you're there's already, stuff. Yep. you know, e- e- they already target elderly people because they can get confused.
0: Because, and so on but and so also and so on. older people typically come from like a fear-based generation. Yeah. yeah. And when you call them and tell them, your house is going to be taken away. Yeah. Cause you didn't pay for your water bill. Like, that's just crazy, to me. They believe crazy that. to me. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's just, they, they come up with these things that are just, how, how do you come up with this shit? Like I've, I've mentioned this before with, the, with when I used to work at shoppers, gift cards, They we it got to a point where we had to only keep display versions of gift cards on the floor. Mm -hmm. And if a customer wanted a specific gift card, we would get it for them from behind the counter because we've we've found gift cards that had um, stickers with fake barcodes on the back that once someone tries to activated at the register and loads money onto it that money is actually being directed to an account Mm -hmm. so this gift card is essentially empty when you gift it to someone right and it just it baffles my mind how thieves come up with things like that to to scam people
0: yeah yeah but also see here's another side of it and i know that my opinion is never the popular opinion Oh, I feel like retailers, especially when you co- you talk about stores and and they really need to start paying more. They're, they need to start paying their associates and their oh yeah. more money because this is what's going to happen when you start to pay people more, you start to get more. What what's the word I'm looking for? more people care, more educated, um, more well-rounded mm-hmm. experienced people. Yeah, People who may have worked in the corporate world for years and might say, I'm tired of working Monday through Friday and sitting behind a desk. I want to do something different. Oh, I'm gonna go work at a pharmacy. Hell no, I'm gonna make half the amount of money I'm making now. Yeah. But if you increase the amount of pay, what it will do is you'll get people who care because you know, it's like the old expression. You get what you pay for. If you're paying employees eight, nine, $10 an hour, they're not going to care. No, they're not going to care. They see, they see things going wrong all the time. And they're just like, eh. no, exactly. I know it's an ethical question. Like, you know, if you're, if you have ethics, no matter how much you're getting paid, I get that blah, blah, blah. But across the board, I think it's connected to a humanistic value. Like, if I feel valued, if I feel like the company I'm working for is treating me well, I'm going to stand there and protect the company I work for. Yeah. You know, I guess
1: I guess I'm I lean more on the um, the ethical side because I know that I I didn't get paid enough. I I, I, I know that I wasn't necessarily treated well, but I still cared about the store so that we we didn't get targeted by shoplifters or i tried everything in my power to kind of prevent that from happening you know without getting hurt myself because bottom line the company doesn't give a shit about the product they care. yeah but that's
0: but that's you know you're an anomaly because most people don't care and you know even if people are not shrugging their shoulders, even if they're just like, eh, I think, even if it's subconscious, people are not paying attention. Yeah, they're not. I remember when I worked in retail, and there that would be-
1: bothers me. That bothers me.
0: Well, and that's and that's fine, but I think that that's humanistic,
1: yeah. and
0: I think that happens because that's a direct effect of people that are not treated well. If you're not treated well, you're not going to do you're not going to go above and beyond. Mm. You're not like, yeah, you had this ethical value about where you worked, but overall if they would have paid you more and they would have been throwing you bonuses and giving you all kinds of other things, imagine how much harder you would have worked. Yeah. Imagine how much more you would have been invested in that company. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the reality is, is that, you know, so often I would see people when I worked in retail who worked the front counter and I was, I was the manager and people would be like, I can't believe it. That woman's returning this, I don't know, thing that's been used. Mm -hmm. And she clearly used it for a long time, but she wants her money back and she doesn't blah, 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 blah. And I would say to them, just give her her money back. And they're like, but no, blah blah blah. I'm like, at the end of the day, you've got to just give them what they want because yeah. in the end, if they go above me and complain to my bosses, they're gonna get gift cards out the ass. Exactly. It's so not you worth know it. what? Return the ten dollar item and right. call it a night.
1: Yeah. And I would
0: always turn to my employees and say to them, "Your father doesn't own this company. Mm-hmm. If your father owned this company, you may tell that woman to get the hell out of your store." Exactly. And never come back. Yeah. But you work for a corporate company that their philosophy has always been customer is always right. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, even if you know they're stealing. I have had so many times where a customer would show up with a bag of clothes, tags still on it, shop like the price tags, Mm -hmm. no receipt. Yeah. Stuff is brand new. And they're returning hundreds of dollars worth of clothes for a merchandise credit. Yeah. And you might have a suspicion that they stole all those clothes, but what can you do?
1: You can't do anything. And and it's not like it's going to um, affect the company's bottom line.
0: No. And the company in the beginning of the year, they already prepare themselves for those losses. Yeah they prepare themselves.
1: I remember speaking to the pharmacy owner about a theft that had happened. Um, and I thought that it was a pretty significant one. And well, I I always assumed just in comparison between th- this, that pharmacy and the one that I used to work at, it, it seemed like the the latest one, the most recent one, that location would get hit more often than I could that I could like grasp and I was talking to him and I said your your shrink must be incredible like the 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 percentage of of theft must be incredible and he and he said honestly it's not Mm -hmm. it's such a tiny percentage Mm -hmm. that's why it's like they they don't want us to do anything to prevent the 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 thief, the shoplifter from leaving, we can't touch them. We can't do anything. And, yeah. and I get it. Um, my, my safety is far more important than what it is that they're stealing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they don't care about the loss. They, they, they truly don't. Um But it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. It, it absolutely is crazy to me.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, when, I can't speak for Canada, but I can speak for America when people are shopping in stores in America and they're like, oh my God, there's a camera. Oh my God, there's a camera. Oh my God. What if there's a camera in the fitting room? First of all, this is a true statistic. Mm. Most stores, 75% of their cameras are not working. Mm. They're there as a visual only. Yeah. Why? Because even if they do capture you stealing, the way to even prosecute you is more difficult than it's worth. Yeah, it really is. Those cameras are there to deter you and they work. They work because stores have shown years and years and decades over time, the more cameras they have, the more of a person you can hire some 22 year old guy to stand at the front door who has no security training to just stand there with a walkie talkie and he will deter theft over time. Yeah. Because people feel like they're being watched. Of the course. fitting rooms. I hear people all the time. They're a two way mirror. I can't speak for Canada, but in America, it's illegal to have a camera in the fitting room. Absolutely. You cannot have no, it you, you can't. under no circumstance when they're like those stickers on the doors. Cause I know some department stores in america have stickers on the doors that say um uh fitting rooms are being monitored by same sex employees okay it says that sometimes like, like if never you're in a male fitting room on occasion you'll see that in like a department store okay you can't do that it's just there to show you yeah that's that seems that someone's long. watching you yeah so that's What that means is, is that there's an employee walking up and down the aisle of the store, but you know how many stores right now in the mall and this, and this wasn't just recently, this has been probably over 10 years, places like the gap and old Navy, they have co-ed dressing rooms. Yeah. Everyone uses them, kids, moms, dads, everybody. Yeah. You know, so No, I'm not telling you to go out and steal, but I'm just letting you know that that stuff is out there just Mm to deter the criminals. It's not there because it's recording. It's not recording.
1: I mean, I can only speak about the companies that I've worked in Mm -hmm. and the cameras are all functioning because I've seen the monitors. Mm -hmm. Sure. yeah. The
0: second step is if they are functioning, Mm -hmm. the prosecution that occurs. Oh yeah.
1: The only thing that the company can do and I've seen it is that they file a police report and that's it.
0: There've been a couple of, and most times the worst thing that can happen is that if you steal something, you can't come back.
1: Well, exactly. And they, there've been a couple of times where, um, the same person has been, uh, reported on enough Mm -hmm. where now there's, there's more of an investigation and if if anyone sees this person trying to enter we have the right to escort them out and and basically ban them from the from the premises so right. yeah and you immediately call the police so I don't, um, know. I don't know how often that happens but
0: i mean i've seen people being dragged out of stores by security guards like i've seen that yeah but uh, you know i'm not encouraging people to steal but i'm just letting you know like stores put those things in place because it works yeah people are afraid of seeing as because think about it how many professionals are out there stealing versus amateurs there's more amateurs than there are professionals yeah You know, the amateurs are the people who are going to go in and be like, "Oh, these earrings are twenty five dollars." Well, I'm not spending twenty (laughs) five dollars, and they're going to grab them and they're going to slowly try to put them in the purse, and then they look over and they see one of those shiny balls in the ceiling, and they're like, "Oh shit!" and they put it back.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if you guys have had had this. I mean, I'm sure you have, Um, but last year. And, and it's happened before too, but last year there were cases of swar- like swarmings where a, a group of people, and it happened at the liquor store, mm-hmm. where a group of people will just walk in, not give a shit, mm-hmm. literally grab stuff and walk out. And walk there's out. nothing, there's no. nothing we can do.
0: No, gang nothing. of people. I gang. Seen that before. yeah. I've seen that before because the strength comes in numbers. Yeah. Because you tell all the associates you can't do anything. And by the time they call the cops, most of those people are gone. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they've had places where people have had one driver out yeah. front in a white van. They take the license plates off. So you can't see the license plate number. Mm-hmm. Everyone is to grab two or three things. Everyone loads up in the van. They take off. By the time they call the police, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah they're there's gone you can do there's nothing you can do um so i wanted to share a little something for you from Healthline. share away kleptomania <laughs> there's a Le- word for it kleptomania you've never heard of kleptomania of course i have <laughs> stop it you asshole Klep- <laughs> people are going to be like this dumb bitch <laughs> kleptomania or compulsive stealing is a common cause of theft that many forget about. This type of stealing is about psychological compulsion instead of a desire to profit or gain of something material financial. Um, hold on a second, something just happened. So
1: they're just um, stealing for the sake of stealing. It's not about making sake of money. Stealing,
0: yes. Okay. Kleptomania is a recurrent failure to resist the urge to steal. In most cases of kleptomania, the person steals things that they don't even need. The items stolen are often of little to no value, and they could often easily afford the item Mm. if they had decided to pay for them. This is unlike most cases of criminal theft where items are stolen either out of need or because they're very expensive or valuable people with kleptomania feel strong urges to steal with anxiety tension and arousal leading up to the theft and feeling pleasure and relief during the That sounds like some sex in a store
1: that that sounds (laughs) something more inappropriate than
0: than (laughs) i'm I'm gonna let i'm
1: gonna have some arousal i'm gonna make sure my panties are lined before (laughs) i leave the house damn it
0: damn it why you do this to these people many kleptomaniacs also feel guilty or remorseful after the act of stealing is over, but are later unable to resist the urge. It it really does. It, it, it compares to alcoholism in, in, in a lot of ways where people will drink, Mm -hmm. they'll feel guilty about their behavior if they have like outbursts or they're angry, but then they'll go back to drinking again the next day. Yeah. That's me.
1: Or or that's me when it comes to
0: food. (laughs) yeah um people with kleptomania also typically steal spontaneously and alone Mm. while most criminal thefts are planned in advance and may involve another person unlike criminal theft the items that people with kleptomania steal are rarely be used they'll likely stash them away throw them out or give them to friends and family yes other causes of stealing, many other factors besides kleptomania can cause a person to steal. Some people steal as a means to survive due to economic hardship.
1: Mm-hmm. Others
0: simply enjoy the rush of stealing or steal to fill an emotional or physical void in their lives. Stealing may cause might be caused by jealousy, low self-esteem or peer pressure. Social issues like feeling excluded or overlooked can also cause stealing. People may steal to prove their independence to act out against family or friends or because they don't respect others or don't even respect themselves. Well, yeah, I can see that. You know, I I, listen, I'm stealing shit that I can't afford. I'm not gonna steal a box of raisins. (laughs) It always breaks my heart when
1: I see someone stealing food. I know.
0: You know? I mean, I have been here before. I can't tell you if anybody else has been there. Mm -hmm. But I have literally been in a store before where someone in front of me, this happened to me when I was in a, um, one of my favorite supermarkets, Aldi, Mm. and there was a woman in front of me. I'm, I'm not going to generalize her stereotype. She seemed like she might've been a single mom. Mm -hmm. She had a kid with her. She was trying to like sort it out. She had diapers in the carriage, Mm -hmm. um, and she was like she was paying but she was like 20 bucks short Mm -hmm. like 20 bucks short and I literally was like I'll pay for her 20 bucks
1: yeah
0: like I literally just and she looked at me and she was like shocked yeah she was like uh, I was like I'll pay for your 20 I was like go I said just and I handed the woman 20 bucks I was like she's good yeah exactly you know and the woman was like Oh my God. And I'm like, I would like to think that I'm in a world where if I was in that position, someone else would have given me that $20. Exactly. You know, and I say this to my friends, you know, because I have a friend right now who's really struggling. Mm -hmm. And I will say to them every single week, if you need something, let me know. Because I know if the shoe was on the other foot, you would do it for me. I think it's
1: very difficult for people to ask for that help. You know, because it's such a broad statement, what 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 you said, if you need anything, let me know. I think they respond more typically when you ask them a specific, do you need this? Or tell them that you're going to do such and such. I think regardless of who they are or what they're going through, it's so difficult for someone to ask. Absolutely.
0: For help. But I think it's just as difficult to just give someone something because it, 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 it their self-worth mm-hmm. is on the table. Yeah. And when you hand someone something, it feels like charity. Yeah. So I have had, I know it's difficult, but I have had friends in my life who I said to them, if you need something, hmm You tell me and I don't have to tell anybody else you ask me. And if I'm giving it to you and I'm not asking you to pay me back, I don't want you to pay me back. And I'm never going to ask you again. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so if I have to write you out, Coco, a check that gets sent to that random house, that address. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you're like, and the woman calls you and goes, What's the name on the check? And you're like, Murray Gutman. Murray G- Gutman.
1: His <laughs> name is Gutman. Gutman. Uh, you reminded Gutman. me something. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Go ahead. Just um, when you mentioned about grocery store, I, I remembered a pet peeve of mine. Uh oh.
0: You know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Come on fine yeah we're listening boy we know what you need and it's and you guessed it coco's pet (laughs) pee i
1: gotta edit that shit out now (laughs) it's great okay so i was where was i i was in a middle eastern grocery store so of course you were a big one that's in laval called adonis mm. and someone that i know likes to make fun of me and call it adonis but in laval we say adonis the middle eastern people say adonis anyway. i love
0: it I love Adonis. (laughs) I would would name my child
1: Adonis. (laughs) (laughs) So I was in there last week. I literally had one item. Okay. I go up to the register, one cashier in the entire place. Okay. There was someone at the register. Then there was a lady in front of me who had a child and her shopping cart was full. And then... I was next, and then a couple more people started lining up behind me. She looked at me several times, and I was holding my one item. Now, I don't expect people to let me in, and nor will I impose that, but I was just thinking, if I saw someone
0: Mm. You're in trouble now.
1: Standing behind me with literally one item, I will let them in. I will let them go in front of me.
0: Wouldn't you? I would, but you know the problem with the story, right? Oh, God. You're expecting people to behave as if you would behave and you can't go around in the world like that because what happens is we get disappointed i have stopped expecting people to behave like me a long time ago because you know what here's the reality here's the other part of it that's very hard for us to accept some people behave better than we do yeah and we don't ever see that we don't ever look at someone and go wow we're a piece of shit They actually are doing better than me. Mm. There are plenty of people out there in the world that I see do stuff that I could never do and I should be doing.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't.
0: Mm -hmm. And I look at them and I go, wow, that's fucking amazing. Because I think there needs to be a balance in between looking at people who don't do what we would do because we're perfect. Of course we are. Duh. God. So. Yeah, it it was just a really...
1: I was, I don't want to say frustrated, but I just was kind of like, you know, I would have let that person go in front of me. Yeah. I literally had one item.
0: I do it all the time. I do too. Because you know what? It's what I do, but I don't expect people to do it for me. They don't always do it. And what am I going to do?
1: There, it's moments like that where I wish I was a little bit more assertive or in, imposing, and just ask. Listen, can I just hop in front of you? I have mm-hmm. one item. Yeah, I mean, especially since there was one freaking cashier open.
0: Oh, yeah. that was my pet peeve. Yeah, well, I think it was great. Thanks. But, you know, we've all been there and I think this is a learning. Like what you were just talking about is a real learning because I think our listeners need to know we sit there in a car, we sit there in a grocery store, we everywhere we go in life, we're like, oh, they should have done that. They should have done that. I remember a therapist of mine once said, nobody would go to therapy if we could just accept other people not being like us. Because she literally was like most of the people she works with have an issue with the way other people treat them because they don't do what they would do. Yeah. So it's like, because you don't do what I would do, you're wrong. And the example that she used was someone shows up to your party. She didn't bring a bottle of wine. I would have brought a bottle of wine. What's wrong with her. And because we would bring a bottle of wine, we think they're wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's what happens in our life. Now, The exception to the rule is if you go to someone's house and they don't feed you, they should always feed you. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, that's the rule. People, if you listen to our show, you know. If there's no food. It's beautiful because one of my my clients, Hmm. their mom, shocker, she's Turkish. Hmm. And we were talking about food. And she was saying, that's how we show our love. Yeah. She said, there's certain cultures that if you are, if you don't see an abundance of food, you feel as if you're not loved. Yeah. And I know we can go into a deep psychological, but you know what? It is tradition. It's part of where we come from. Yeah. Our love is shown to you. Yeah. You come and there are 19 platters of food yeah. for breakfast. Enough about your mother. <laughs> exactly.
1: But it's true. I think that, yeah, it's it's definitely a cultural thing for sure. But but I think food is just such a common thing across any, you know, any culture, any um, country, people, whatever, where it, it is an expression of love. It is an expression of thanks. And, and uh-huh. this is what, however however small or big if if you're giving someone that is for your family you know food that's for your family if you're giving it to a, a friend a guest a stranger whatever that like that's that's powerful and meaningful
0: mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah well we talked about thievery <laughs> we talked about foodery foodery we talked about what was Curry. the name? What was the name of the shop? Adonis. 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 <laughs> Hi, thank you for calling. If that was in Jersey, you would have a woman named Roberta picking up the phone. Hi, this is Roberta. Thank you for calling Adonis. 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 Oh,
1: absolutely, Roberta. Marsha. Mar- Mar-
0: Martha. Mona. 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 Hi. <laughs> this is roberta this is adonis just please hold i'll take your order in a minute okay so what do you want the capicola? you want the capicola? and the mozzarella you want the mozzarella you want galamars the galamars are fresh they're fresh yes. they're out of egypt they're fresh wow i didn't know the galamars were <laughs> no, all over egypt they <laughs> never they never do yeah the shrimp thailand <laughs> thailand <laughs> Mm -hmm. Fresh this morning We just caught them this morning Multicultural seafood (laughs) Please hold if you don't know your order Please hold (laughs) That's what they do in Jersey when you call places God forbid you call for pizza on a Friday night Oh my god I still don't understand people pick up the phone and call for pizza But I don't get it Old school man, old school I don't, I mean online there's all these text apps Like come on, wake up America All right. So it's been a wonderful evening. Yes. We've learned a lot.
1: Yes, we have. We all right.
0: that, that's all I had to say. <laughs> we learned about <laughs> kleptomania. You you brought it, you brought us to school. There was a time at Walmart.
1: <laughs> no, Kmart. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway.
0: All right. We're going to get out of here.
1: We've had enough.
0: All right. We're going to go get some soda. Peace out. I got to go to Adonis. Adonis. Bye.